It's time to catch up with Brooke Ennis because she trains one of the most talked about greyhounds in the land. He's probably nearly the best greyhound in the land, to be honest. He's just been a little bit unlucky over the last few months. But he goes around tonight at Sandown from Box 1, and everyone's asking the question, what sort of time will he run tonight? Brooke Ennis is on the line. Hello, Brooke. Hi, Sean. Hi, Matt. How are we? Oh, we're well, thank you. You must have been very excited when you saw the red box come up oh. when the box draw came out. <laughs> uh, it was exciting, but, you know, I, I probably don't want to sound like a whinger either, but, we, um, you know, we don't get them too often. Yeah. It'd be like, nice to save it for a decent race, but, um, no, it's always nice to draw well, and he's obviously coming off a little bit of a break since the Phoenix, so, um, you know, on paper it looks easy, but it is racing as well, so... What have you done with him since the Phoenix book? Have you, uh, has he had, you know, been out of the box as much or hands? No, he hasn't actually. He had a good, um, you know, seven to ten days off, got a bit chunky in the Christmas period, probably lost most of us. Oh, but, yeah. um, he, no, he had a really well deserved break. He had, you know, a good six to eight weeks, um, of a hard campaign. So yeah, he basically came home from the Phoenix and, and just cruised through the next ten days. So. Um, he's probably going to be a run short and a little bit underdone, but, uh, you know, I think in that quality of field, he's probably still going to be good enough. Now, Brookie's run 29.07. I think that's his best around there, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, All it right. is. And I think, you know, it might have even been his third or fourth start. So, um, yeah, a little bit of luck. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, I don't know if he'll be breaking track records tonight, but, um, you know, I expect him to go well and, and run those times again. I just want to put it to you, hypothetical. Perfect, <laughs> perfect conditions. A one-dog trial, just him solo. Out and go. What do you reckon he could run around Sandown? Yeah, I, I, I think he could definitely break the record for sure. Wow. Um, yeah, he's 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 just so fast. He he just finds you know he hasn't got that that blistering pace early in races that kind of can get him held up like we've seen in the Phoenix and things like that. But I think um, you know one out at Sandown, he'd definitely go close to breaking it. Could he break twenty nine? Is he? Yeah, I think so. How late do you need to go? Oh, it's hard to say. You know, I, I think he would. He could definitely get, you know, as I said, close to the record, 20, 28.80s, 28, yeah, low 80s, I think. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's hard to say. You know, everything's got to be 100% perfect. Yeah. So, you know, he has to hit starty. You know, it has to be in perfect conditions and, and things like that. But, yeah, I'm quite confident to say that I think he could go close at some stage. And the beauty of it is he's not going to cover an inch extra ground because he's just got to get to that rail and stay there. <laughs> yeah, it's actually really interesting. I, I didn't know, but I'm not sure if you guys know, Sandown do these splits throughout the races, and he doesn't actually quite cover the full 5.15 distance. He, he tends to run about 5.10 because of how close <laughs> um, he sits to that rail. So yeah. um, we have that slight bit of advantage. We're not running the whole. Way. Yeah, he's got it all figured out, doesn't he? he he's, does, done, he's done he the does. maths. So for, for, <laughs> for someone listening, basically they'd be measuring from the, where the lure is, like off the rail, would they? Uh, yeah, uh, I think it is, yeah, I think it's about half a metre off, yeah. off the rail. So um, that just gives you an idea yeah. of um, how close he does fit to that um, to that rail. And, and a couple of his Meadows runs um, the last few weeks, he, he, I think in the Silver Chief heat, he even just slightly brushed that rail, which probably cost him a couple of lengths as well. So he'll be taking, um, the, yeah. he'll be taking the paint off the rail next. Yeah, right? he will. He will. Big V Racing here with Matt Nevitt and Sean Cosgrove. Brooke Ennis is on the line. Amaron Boy goes around tonight at Sandown. From box one, he is the most informed, I think, greyhound in this country. He's just been a little bit unlucky in some of those bigger races here in Victoria in the last couple of weeks. Um, Brooke, beyond tonight, uh, what's the, the plan look like for him? Does he head to the Paws of Thunder? Yeah, that's the plan. Um, we've discussed that this week. Obviously, we're really spoilt for races at the moment, whether we go to Sydney or we went back to Albion Park. Obviously, he had a campaign up there last year, but... 
Um, yeah, we'll definitely look to go to, to Sydney, all things going well, so that's next week. And, and then from Sydney, um, probably into the Australia Day Sprint, again back at Sandown, and then we'll head to the Carnival at the Meadows for Tim Lee and Australian Cup. You know, fingers crossed everything goes well, you know, it's a few months in advance, but, um, yeah, that's the plan at this stage. He's such a strong dog. Would you ever stretch him out to the middle distance? Yeah, we recently just discussed this. Obviously, we stretched his brother, Amron Dan, out mm. to it. But I think at this point, we'll just leave him to the sprint races. Um, you know, there's, there's just a lot of money there. And, and whilst he's racing so good over it, I don't think um, it's necessary to really step him up yet. Maybe a little bit later on in his career. But at this stage, it's definitely not on the cards. Now, also, maybe a little later on in his career, you and I, you don't know it yet, but you and I are going to be partners when he goes to Studbrook. And uh, <laughs> I've got to break that news to you now because I want to be a part of this. I'll give you the tip. Yeah, I'll have 10% as well if it's going. Get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to, aren't we going to make some money with him at Stud? It's, it's that, yeah, well, that, hopefully that's the plan. You know, um, Jeez. He's, you can't, obviously, it's really hard to get Zambora Brocky now, who is the sire of Amron. So. Um, yeah, look, it's, it's, that's obviously been discussed and well, and there's a little bit of interest considering he's just over two and a half. So um, hopefully we can get a really nice six to eight months out of racing first before we look at hanging out with the ladies. Do you ever take stools from them before they finish racing? Personally, we don't. Yeah. Um, we've only ever had the one stud dog, obviously, in Vibro Fabio, but um, no, we personally, we don't. But um, yeah, look, I think there's plenty that do, but um, just personal preference on that. Yeah. We'll wait till he's um, finished his racing and we'll enjoy him racing while we can. Because you sort of wonder whether it would take his mind off things, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, well, I think in my opinion, I was never the same after me, <laughs> I was never the same after my first go, Brooke, I've got to tell you. <laughs> it's really interesting, you know, uh, Fabio, he used to know when it was that, that day, so he'd hear the car yeah. pull up and his demeanour would definitely change. Oh, so I know what he's talking think... about. Because <laughs> he narrowly missed the Olympic trials, would you believe? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just getting out of hand, guys. Yeah, I know. Hey, uh, Brooke, before it does get out of hand, we'll let you go and uh, enjoy tonight. Hopefully he sizzles around Sandown and runs a super time. And, yeah, he's in some sort of form. So we look forward to following uh, him over the next couple of weeks. Good luck. Great. Thanks for having me, guys.